I'm Ken Miedema. This podcast we're calling It's Not Easy Being Friends. Can't you see how hard we try? 
That was a song called Locked Inside Our Skin. Uh, It was actually arranged and recorded specifically for this podcast, so you won't find that particular recording anywhere else except right here. What I thought I'd do this time around is to play some bits and pieces, some from uh, concerts, people telling stories, and my improvising songs after those stories, and then some from previous studio recordings. Uh, I want to focus the stuff that we play today around the idea that it is a challenge, in fact, to be friends. It's a challenge to engage in a relationship that is honest and serious and full of mutual respect, the kind of relationship where we can know each other and accept each other in spite of our foibles, the kind of relationship that is full of forgiveness and understanding. That's not easy. And we don't take the time for those kind of relationships much And when we do, it is so incredibly rewarding. So, some stories and songs around the subject, it's not easy being friends. Story and song number one, go back with me a couple of years to a youth event. It was summer, and um, it was a high school age youth convention. And people were telling stories about relationships. And this one particular girl told a story um, that I have called a hard lesson about forgiveness. She talks about her friend and what happened. So here we go. A hard lesson about forgiveness. I had a friend named Frankie who uh, was killed in a car accident New Year's Eve. Uh, And uh, before that, for the whole year and a half before that, uh, she and I had barely spoken because of an argument we had. Um, And before that, we were really good friends. Um, we hung out all the time, you know, we texted all the time, um, and she was something that I looked up to. Um, but as soon as I saw 
That's only a part of the story. She goes on to say that uh, on New Year's Eve when her friend died, things, other things were going so well. She was having a wonderful time at church and uh, had, had gained some other wonderful friends. And when Frankie died, she said it was just a, a blow that I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. Uh, and she spent the next couple of years just feeling tremendous guilt and tremendous sorrow and two years later, she finally was able to forgive herself for the way she had acted toward this friend. And so here's the song that I uh, composed for her story. And I know that they were 
lesson about forgiveness, the story of Frankie and her friend. Change of pace. Let's do a a song that comes uh, from several years ago, originally recorded back in 1986, maybe. The album was called Flying Upside Down, and this song is called In My Life.
guess it but the title of that song <laughs> was um in my life let's go to another story uh this uh, woman uh, came up at a concert and said well i was engaged to be married and when i became pregnant my fiance wanted to have nothing to do with me and so i called my parents and they said come back home and here I was coming home as a pastor's daughter in a fairly conservative church, coming home as a single woman whose engagement had been broken and who was pregnant. And I wondered, what in the world will they do? What will they say? Will I be accepted? What in the world will happen? The experience that I had there was that they opened up their arms to me and they showed me the love of the body of Christ this little tiny town in Nebraska, and they loved me back into the church again.
kill the fatted calf, kill the old red rooster. I'm as happy, I'm as joyful as ever I could be, for my daughter has returned to me. I have a bit of understanding about how those parents must have felt because my own daughter went through a very turbulent adolescence. Rachel will tell you that uh, for a couple of years there, she was um, not totally alienated, but felt separated from the family in many ways and felt an urge to run. In fact, I wrote a song about her uh, in that time called She's Going to Run. And when she when she finally decided it was time to stop running and come back and be fully a part of the family again, um, it was such an amazing, wonderful experience. And I think we are closer because of those turbulent years. Okay, one more story. Sometimes we get on a, a treadmill, we get going in a pattern of relating, and it, we know it has to change, but we seem not to be able to stop. You've been around people who can't stop talking. And sometimes in relationship, people can't stop hurting each other. They don't know how. It seems that every time they're together, they hurt each other. Um, sometimes it takes a, a, a group of friends, and an intervention to make those behavior patterns change. Sometimes it takes extensive therapy. I have a friend who could not stop some very destructive, self-destructive and dangerous behavior. And he, he went to a six-month course in very intensive and very expensive therapy. And at the end of that six months, um, things began to change for him. And he is now a very much changed person. Here's a little story that kind of... Uh, deals with that inability to stop in a funny sort of way. It's about a little girl and a bicycle. When we were uh, a small family um, back home before I grew up, my little brother and I were at the table with Mama and Daddy, and we were uh, beginning to eat, and we noticed my little sister was missing. And so we went to all find her. Nobody could find her anywhere. And we finally found her out riding her bike she was five years old, crying her eyes out. She could not figure out how to stop. So the meal was not complete till Anne was there. Thank you. 
Take me off this bike that I've been riding all this time. And you bring me to a table where food is waiting just for me. And the darkness of the night is replaced by love and light. Cause you stopped me. stopped me took me home again when I run and I don't know how to stop when I run and it feels like I will drop when I run that she can't stop. Stop me, please, and take me home again. Well, okay, we're going to end with one last song. It's not easy learning how to be friends. It's not easy involving yourself or engaging in that relationship that is honest and open and dares to confront difficulties rather than sweeping them under the rug. But when it happens, it is so satisfying. So we end with one final song, the song called Shall We Learn to Be Friends. Uh, This song was recorded actually originally way back in the 70s on an album called Through the Eyes of Love, which you can get on our website. Uh, Just look for uh, Vintage Medema. Look for Through the Eyes of Love. You can download it or order it as a CD. Uh, And then it was rearranged and re-recorded back 15 years ago on an album called 25 to Life, a celebration of 25 years making music. I'm now 40 years making music. Anyway, Shall We Learn was recorded on the 25 to Life album, and you can get that also. It's a two-disc set. Uh, There's another, actually, another set of older Medema songs I recently did called That's How I See It Now, and you can get that also on the website. So from the album 25 to Life, we end this podcast with Shall We Learn to Be Friends. Email me. Let me know what you think about these podcasts. Tell your friends. They can listen too. And remember, having friends, real friends, is not easy, but it sure is good.